0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Stop it, in my ears, me through my hopes and fears. Tune in daily. Don't
1: Good morning, it is Wednesday, it's hump day, January 17th, um, markets yesterday, not a great day, and eh, we started, you know, opened up yesterday on queues at 4.08, uh, the high hit 4.11, low is 4.06, that's in the morning, afternoon, you know, we closed at 4.09, remember we, we started the day yesterday at uh, 4.08, we closed at 4.09, so if you're looking at daily candles, it was up, it was green. Um, you went to 411, but the afternoon was weaker. So you're starting to get this little button hook that I talk about all the time. If you want to know what a button hook is, go over to the daily stock pick, uh, sub This is the daily newsletter. There's an education section down here, confirmation MACD buttonhook algorithm. Uh, This week I did cross up RSI. I have probably a five to six part series in that education series that comes along as a paid subscriber. It's not that much money. Um, You get a free seven day trial. So if you don't like what you read, just, you know, undo it. But the the rest of the newsletter is absolutely 100% free. Um, 100% free. And I mentioned yesterday a few things, but let me talk about TrendSpider in particular. I got this email last night. This is from, I guess, I guess I wasn't paying enough attention to the blog, but TrendSpider mobile apps for uh, Android and iPhone, they're getting a huge upgrade. Um, I tried the new one last night. Oh my freaking God. I like it. Uh, I like it almost as much as I like Weeble. Now understand, I don't have my brokerage connected. So I, I do not have my brokerage connected to this, but the amazing part was it was almost as good as Weeble, but it had my four-hour algorithm. It had my watch list. It had charts. It had everything that I needed on it. Uh, but my, I, I realized that my computer screen uh, in Transpider here does not work on my phone. So even if I turn it sideways, it just does not work on the phone. So I'll have to work on that, To, to and maybe I'll do a, um, a newsletter about how I'm trading on my phone. I do not have my brokerage connected to it, so I don't actually trade it on the phone versus Webull. I am able to look at the charts. I love Webull. If you don't have Webull, go over to the link tree right here, and it's the f- uh, third link down. Join Webull, get up to 75 free stocks, um, depending on the, the day that, that you sign up in the offer, uh, but it's great. And if you go to the link tree, just make sure you can t- t- check out Trendspider. The plans are pretty simple. Um, it is four hundred and forty-eight eighty-eight dollars for the year, but if you can't make that much money, then you're probably just not trading uh, as much money as you need to to justify the tools and uh, but the Linktree also has a uh, section for Seeking Alpha. We'll go over Seeking Alpha, how I used it today to look. But the Qs, you can see the MACDs crossing up. We're still there. We don't have confirmation. Yesterday, it kind of lost a little confirmation. Makes me a little bit nervous. But the cues that I bought into, I am not getting rid of. It is a long-term buy. Uh, I did not buy this considering, oh my God, we're going up. I bought it uh, at about 408 I think. We're only at 409 so I, I, I'm not going down. My algorithm here said buy it. I bought it at 408 instead of 407. My algorithm over the past 24 months makes you 24% versus just buying and holding makes you 8%. Uh, I think we're going to all-time highs. I think this year will be better. I am dollar costing my average way in or dollar cost averaging my way in, whatever. Um, but for me, what I'm seeing in the market is that bonds are taking over. And if we go to Seeking Alpha uh, and we look at the 10-year bond in particular, uh, we're back over 4%. I'm going to look at 10-year bond. Um, and we're back over 4%. And, and they are rising. So when, when I look at these, uh, the, the bond rate – oh, come on. I don't want to bond 10-year uh, year bond oh why am why am I doing this 10-year bond it's not, I know it's there uh 10-year bond let's just search see all results for 10-year bond um bum 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 analysis of the bond market symbols I think it's one I, I forget what it is it's there uh it's in seeking alpha treasury Let's look 10-year treasury uh, b- 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 treasury yields. Let's look at y- treasury yields. Yeah, there's the 10-year. um, 10-year treasury yield right there. US 10 YR. That's how you look it up in, in seeking alpha. I just don't know my way around the, the chart. But here you go. Here's the year to date. Uh, You can see as we're going up, the market went down at the beginning of the year. Then you started to see the market go up as the bond went down. Then now you're starting to see the, the market go down a little bit, you know, still piling into the NASDAQ. Mortgage applications still continue to be good. But 4.1, eh, it's, you know, a little bit high. If you want to look at some of the two-year and stuff like that, you can go over here. Um, we can look. Here's the 52-week range. And when you look at the one month we're up, you know, look at where we are in the slider. We're right in the middle. And as we start to go more towards five, you're going to start to see um, the 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 uh, the stock market go down so bond rates are just in focus that's it uh if we look at some earnings Charles Schwab beat uh good news I mean if you're into Schwab uh like I have been I am not back in it I believe I sold out of it I haven't looked at my uh, account but I believe I did sell out of it during this run I didn't sell out a, a, out of it. Um, you know, prior, I may have sold out of it prior to this, but you can see it went down to 51. I think if you're in this one, we have no confirmation, so I wouldn't necessarily buy it today. It's down 3%. They had good earnings. I have to read a little bit more about it. But if you're in this one and you're looking to get for a floor or you're looking to get in, I would say $60 is your pivot point on this one. If you want to buy it under 60 I think you're fine. Uh, Are you coming for this gap? That was a gap on the the upside, or I'm sorry, on the downside back here in September. So their earnings, they made $0.68. You can see the MACDs crossing down. It's an oversold stock. Do I think long-term you're going up? I think this is a bank that's fine long-term. Uh, you broke the 200-day. You're probably going to start using it as support at 62 Right now, it's at $62 in pre-market. I think that's where you're going to go. You had the death cross. I don't think that we get back down to 50 But if we do have some bank um, structural issues, maybe you do get back to 50 But Schwab, their earnings today were fine. Now, the good news in the market is that retail sales heat up more than expected in December. The, the, the actual economy is stronger Uh, than than previously expected. That did not um, do great for the market. Uh, Let's look at the pre-market in particular. Uh, You can see the Dow futures up here in Seeking Alpha. We're down about 1% on the NASDAQ in the pre-market futures. Um, the, the S&P is down about a half a percent. You can watch all this stuff. I'll include it in the newsletter. Uh, I was actually playing on Savvy Trader this morning. And what I liked is when I get, went to the homepage, I could see Schwab was reporting today, U.S. Bank reporting before the bell. I can go over and look tomorrow. Taiwan Semi reports tomorrow. Um, now, the expected is $1.36. The previous year was $1.82. So the comps are going to be a little bit tough. Um, I do expect this one. I would probably, it, this this stock is in the core portfolio. I wouldn't buy into this just because of the elections that just happened and China plans on taking them back. So you're looking at a significant, significant issue. Um, but what I do like about Seeking out or before we go to Savvy Trader, Schlumberger is the other one that I want you to watch on Friday. Uh, this one expected 70. This is a uh, services in the oil and gas stuff. So I, I do think that this one is probably going to post some some good stuff. And this is a beaten down stock. If they're making more money, I would expect this one to, ma- again, make more money uh, and be more uh, more apt to, to do. Look at this stock. I mean, if they're making more money than they did in the last quarter, um, I think you'll start to see. Th- th- the problem is, look at this. They made seventy-two cents over here. They were trading at fifty-six. Uh, here they're making se- uh, seventy-eight cents, and they're trading at fifty-nine, which is justified. But they made more money, and they slipped from four, uh, fifty-eight down to forty-nine, uh, and they're at forty-eight right now. And pre-market you're down one. This trades with energy. Energy just has been a bad, bad trade. So um, that one I-, I noticed on Savvy Trader as well. The other thing I noticed, and I'll include this article in the newsletter, is all of these uh, price analyst changes. Uh, I love this news. I, I geeked out on this, and Savvy Trader is free. You should sign up. Uh, I have two portfolios on Savvy Trader. I have a core portfolio, so you can see the 35, 36 stocks that I actually recommend. This one's free to subscribe to. Uh, if you want the trading portfolio, it's twenty-five dollars a month. I here's the thing, and 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 D Man said this. I give you for free the trades that I do in the newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter for free. Or you can follow me on Savvy Trader. Either one, I actually do uh, still do my trading portfolio when I do trade. Um, if you want to see it. It's just TQQQ, QQQ, and some others. I still have Mara, still have Ulta. Uh, We can look at the all-time stuff here. SMCI, still my greatest one. Uh, I think Joe got out at 350 I did not. I am adding more when it uh, requires to add more. AMD, I've been in that one solid. Amazon was one of my largest positions. We can do, yeah, Amazon, I bought a ton of that. SMCI, I bought a ton of it. Uh, Nvidia bought a ton of it. Uber bought a ton of it. DocuSign I bought a ton of it. It's at 62. Uh, I'm up 1% on that one. Remember, that one is uh, rumored to be getting bought. Uh, it has lost a little bit of its uh, cache here after that report. So I wouldn't expect it to kind of, you know, completely come back. But once it starts to lose its confirmation, I may actually start to get out of this. But here's the thing understand while it's still expensive, they make a tremendous amount of cash. We have confirmation on the weekly. It has been just beaten down. That 50-day is starting to turn. You still see between 50 and 60, that's where the large base of buyers are. That's where the large base of holders actually are of this stock. If we pull it back to when it was at its all-time highs, which is back here in 2021, the summer of 2021, you can see, most people are holding it between 50 and 60. So my worst case would, would be that it would come back to uh, 60. But I do like this price target on Savvy Trader, um, uh, the news, things of that sort. Tom Lee, he thinks that the, the, the small mid-caps uh, could make a 50 to 60% move um, uh, and could end the year above 3000 So where's IWM? And that would be the, the ETF that you want to take a look at is IWM. This is the Russell 2000. The Russell 2000 right now is at 187. In pre-market, you're down 1.5%. Uh, Tom Lee has been more right than wrong. And he also uh, has said that the first half of this year is going to be choppy. Um, this is a monthly look. Oh, I'm sorry. A weekly look at the, uh, the IWM. IWM has underperformed uh, the other indices. And even though this year is expected to be small cap and mid cap, it has underperformed. You're seeing the the MACD starting to cross over. It has been oversold, but if we get back to the, um, the the 239s, the highs of November 2021, you could see this one, you know, start to move pretty pretty well. And you do, you know, how do you play small caps? I don't know small caps. Uh, I think on um, On Twitter, Shea Boulard, he's a good small cap guy. He's got some good stuff in there. Uh, But Russell, if you want to see his, uh, I will link in the newsletter to this interview with Tom Lee. It's about two minutes. Fantastic, fantastic interview. Um, Spirit Airlines, if you have had the pleasure of flying Spirit, my uh, condolences. But they plunged 47% because the uh, judge said, um, (laughs) the judge in particular said to all the Spirit Airline customers, you're welcome. He said that that this would stifle competition and increase prices. Um, Spirit's uh, uh, symbol is S-A-V-E. They are looking at either bankruptcy or another buyer. But you can see this chart is ugly. You do not have confirmation. Uh, The afternoon traded a little bit better um, because you went from the opening of $6.58 to a high of $8.38. You can absolutely trade something like this. Uh, You can look for it on a five minute chart. You can trade this. Any volatility like this, this is solid, solid, solid trading opportunity. If you go to a five minute chart on this, let's just take a look. We'll go to a five minute chart. You can see you had opportunities to get into this uh, with confirmation. Um, you know, again, if you use these, you see these Bollinger Bands on the way down, if you had bought here, you didn't have confirmation on a five minute, but you had a MACD cross up right here, uh, trading at $7 and 45 cents. You went all the way up to $8 and 16 cents. Solid, solid trading opportunity. Now, uh, my algorithm, uh, on a four hour, <laughs> ironically on, um, on the algorithm, um, it had you out here. With a nice 66% gain. You didn't get uh, sucked into this judge's ruling. Solid, solid stuff. Okay, sorry, I got off there on YouTube Live. Um, I had to. The dog was crying. I had to put her under her blankets. But where I was was commodities. Mark Fisher was on. Uh, He believes that Nat Gas, um, which is Boyle, will triple at the end of this week. He doesn't believe that right now he says, hey, it's it's not going to triple right now, but he says long-term, we should see it. It's just too low. Again, that's his thing. Natural gas right now is down 4.1%. Uh, Boyle is down 1%. Uh, remember, Boyle is a triple levered ETF. You do not want to get into this one on a long-term basis. It is a decaying asset. You do not want to do that. He thinks for oil, which he says he would not buy UCO. Uh, If we look at UCO, remember oil. If you ever want to see these commodities, go to the bottom left in Finviz. You'll see crude oil, natural gas, gold. Uh, You'll see the Dow, S and P, and 100 as well. But you can; those are the futures. He does not believe you should buy the actual uh, futures, which is UCL. This is an ultra Bloomberg crude oil future. It's a triple levered ETF. Right now you're down 3.47%. He thinks you should play the actual um, uh, refiners. MRO is one of those. Uh, Marathon Oil, we're down 1.5%. But what I wanted to show you was how you use Seeking Alpha. Say you don't want to buy... Um, you know, the, the oil UCO. But, you know, you hear somebody say, hey, MRO might be a good one. Well, Seeking Alpha has this great option over here on the right. You can see how they rate it from the Seeking Alpha analyst to Wall Street to the quant rating. Quant says hold. Well, what, what what's a better one down there? Well, when you look at the quant ranking down here, you can see ranking by industry. 24 of tw- of 69, I believe. Yeah, sixty nine, and you can go over here, and I'll include this new newsletter. So you know, if you're not a, um, a, a seeking alpha premium subscriber, I'll include the top four, which is SWM, which is EOG, which is EQT, and Cotera. They all have high quant rating scores, and you can see the growth over here, the profitability, all A. Chesapeake Energy A, uh, quant valuation B plus. This top one A plus. Growth is C minus. So Southwestern Energy, these are all in top oil and gas production stocks. Another one that he suggested was VLO. Uh, I think somebody else on the panel actually suggested this, but this was VLO. And if we look at this, it's got a quant rating of 3.3. Wall Street says buy it at 4. It's got a growth of deep. Well, if you want to see others, this one is in particular is ranked number 7 of oil and gas refining and mining stocks. And what's number 1? REX. What's number 2? PBF, PSX, uh, these are ones. Oh, uh, and you get the pleasure of hearing the dogs in the background. Hold on one second. Man, I am gonna have to edit this episode left and right, but here's Seeking Alpha, and Seeking Alpha, solid, solid tool. This is just an example of what you get. And, and when you sign up through me, you get a $50 off coupon through the link tree. So I think it's $189 a year. Uh, if we look at MRO, it's not a buy in the algorithm. I do not want to tell you to buy that one. VLO, uh, I think it's energy. I think energy is very weak. I would probably not go into this sector. But if you wanted to find things, then that's a way to look at it in uh, Seeking Alpha. Um, well, on this same panel, Josh Brown yesterday, who I absolutely think is a genius um, when it comes to some of his stuff. He said cybersecurity stocks are part of the, uh, the, the core that you should absolutely be invested in. In the core portfolio, I have PanW, Palo Alto Networks. I had CrowdStrike in my own personal portfolio. I have not gotten it. One that he brought up, which is actually one of the oldest cybersecurity stocks, is Checkpoint, CHKP. It's 17 times point uh, forward earnings. You can see the algorithm right now has you in this run from 136 up here to 156. In 77 days, you're up 14% in this name. Now, the MACD is crossing down. It's about to cross down. The RSI is a little bit extended. So I don't know that I'd, you'd, I'd necessarily get in there. But if you want to take a look at Checkpoint and the other ones, you go over to Seeking Alpha. You type in checkpoint C H K P, and you take a look at the the Wall Street analysts. They say buy. The Seeking Alpha analysts say buy. The Quant says hold. Well, what the, the valuation they say is a D uh, a D plus. A lot of these we went over it yesterday how e, uh, earnings per share and uh, I'm sorry, um, PE. Is not something that you should uh, trade on. You should look at this. Now, ranked in industry, 17 of 48. This is software. They've put them in as software. I brought up Frog before. I like Frog. Um, It's a D plus on valuation. Path, I like Path. It's a D plus on valuation. Fortinet, another cybersecurity stock. This is one with a quant rating. So you can look at these. CrowdStrike right down here. Now, remember, we were looking at Checkpoint. Checkpoint is number 17. You can take a look at some of these other ones. Uh, Another one that uh, um, Josh Brown brought up was Cyber. Down here, CyberArk Software. He says it's currently breaking out. You can see the seeking analyst said buy. Wall Street, strong buy. Quant says hold. The valuation is F. But if we go over to the chart and we look at CYBR, CyberArk, we can see this breakout has been solid. Um, let's just chart where we are. It had just had one at 213. It's up at 228. The, you just got out of a 29% gain. Now, mind you, the the algorithm on this one doesn't work great um, because it has been just a, a down and up stock. Let's take a look. The The reason the algorithm hasn't worked really well, you're in this kind of phase here where you're just kind of, but it's breaking out. And Josh is right. Those Bollinger Bands are, are expanding up. If you take a look at this, there is no volume up here. I would be very concerned about being up here because most of the volume is down here at 150. But sometimes, uh, you know, a stock can take off like this and be fine. So, you know, again, use the tools that you have at your disposal to find stocks like this. I'm just showing you how I I look at things in, in uh, using Seeking Alpha and TrendSpider, and that will be. All of what I just did will be in the educational series in the part, uh, the, the, the educational series. Uh, all of this stuff. It will come to a, a, a screaming halt. It will come to a final conclusion of this is what I do. Ted from, uh, we're on our socials Chris. Ted from um, uh, Spotify asked me, CLS, what is CLS? Celestia, uh, Celestica, uh, Inc.? Let's look at this one. Um, Algorithm has you out. Algorithm makes you 94% versus a 146% uh, asset performance over 24.4 months. Your average win is 21.99. So the algorithm provides you some protection, doesn't do as well as a buy and hold. We can see if we bring it back here, looks like you're maybe at all-time highs here. Um, let's look at a weekly, just so we can, and we can go over uh, Finviz to look at it. Yeah, you you had you've had your breakout. Um, you've got no volume here between twenty and thirteen, so it is in this breakout. If we look at this from just, I mean, I mean, it's hard to tell, but if I take it back here, uh, th- that volume gap scares the hell out of me because if you start falling. You, you are seeing the MACD is super high up there. Uh, the RSI is at 65. It's coming off of a super oversold right before their earnings there. Again, this is a weekly one. Um, CLS, let's look at CLS here. Uh, what do they do? Electronic technology. They have a $3.93 billion market cap income of two, uh, $202 million. Uh, They have a P of 16. So it's not crazy uh, with the valuation up there. Um, target price is thirty two. Uh, your 52 week range is between 10 and 30. So you're 6% off, uh, in pre-market you're a 28. Uh, it's a bit extended performance over one year, 124%. You can see the most recent was July. They didn't put a price target on it, but, uh, July back then RBC did put a $22 in July. They put a uh, CIBC put a $25 one on there. If we go down and we look in the insiders, no insider stuff, Um, They have uh, 137 million shares floated. Not a ton of shares, but I think you're fine with that one. Let's see from uh, Seeking uh, Alpha, CLS. We'll look at CLS right here. Uh, CLS from a quant perspective and a Seeking Alpha and a Wall Street perspective. Strong buy analysis. Buy analysis, that's from Sunday, January uh, 14th. Wednesday, January 3rd. Um, Looks like all buys uh here we have buy buy strong buy so celestica ted eh, it's a solid buy i just think you're running into those all-time highs it's a little bit concerning but if you're in it hey ride that stuff there pac b which is pacific biosciences of california uh this one has had a recent again this is probably a uh, biotech pac b let's see pac b i mean the chart looks ugly I wouldn't expect it. Yeah, they're losing $309 million. $1.72 billion market cap, 267 million shares outstanding. Price to sales, 10.13. You're banking on some news. So trade it. I wouldn't necessarily own it. Uh, look at these guys selling it. They sold it at, uh, you know, 241000 Um, You know, these are some insiders. doesn't say who they are. The director sold May of last year. I mean, they're selling at rather large... Christian Thomas, Christian Henry, he's selling about a million bucks worth. So, I mean, it's again, it's a, a lot of selling. I don't know that I'd necessarily look at this one and say, "Hey, it's worth the $12 that analysts say." Um, you know, they put an $11 price target. If you want to trade it, go ahead and trade it. Uh, let's look at 3 Eyes from uh, Spotify. INQQ, not IONQ, INQQ. Uh, which is Exchange Traded Concepts Trust India. Um, this is probably on the Indian market uh, ETF. Um, India has been going really, really well. And you can see $12 here. You're up at $14. Uh, INQQ, let's see if they have anything on, on Finviz about it. It's an e-commerce from India. Um, it's up 2% year to date. It was up 30%. I, I would go over here to Seeking Alpha this is where i do the, the, the investigation on this one. Uh, INQQ, you can see, it, it's got nothing from a momentum A+. Plus. I mean, just the economy in India is doing well. But the expense, D-, because you can look at the expenses. It's an expensive ETF, 0. 0.86. What are you kidding me? Um, why not just buy you know some Indian, uh, look at the holdings, and go over to India and buy it. Reliance, Baja, just go buy those. Buy some of these, you know, pick your favorite and buy those. INQQ, I think it's a solid one. But, you know, again, it, when you look at this chart from a long-term perspective, it's just because India is doing well. When India starts to to crash a little bit, you know, you're going to see this one go down. So three eyes. that's my take. Uh, the guys at Bullish Bytes on um, Instagram, uh, it's bullish underscore Bites, I believe. Uh, B-Y-T-E-S. Now, do you mind taking a look at Infosys? Tomorrow, uh, let's look at Infosys, um, and I'll read you what they said because they did some um, some i uh, n i n f y. Um, they did they they said it's a trade on the S Y N Y S E and Indian stock exchange seeking alpha gives it tons of buys. So here's Infosys. Um, You can see the algorithm got you in at 1893. You're at 1946. That's probably some type of news event, I would say. It looks like you may be at all time highs, and there's a gap here. And so, you know, 1895 would be where I would be concerned with a floor. Uh, If we look at a weekly here, um, you're just above your 200 day. So your all time highs here are 25. Uh, if we go over to seeking out, or I'm sorry, to uh, in, uh, Finvis, INFY, their PE's 27, a little bit expensive, nothing crazy. They're v- a market cap of 80 billion. Their price to sales 4.36, a little high. I mean, they're up year to date, 5.93%. Last year, for the last year, they're up 5.82. So you're buying it at about the price um, that you were, you know, 5% above where you were last year at this time. Um, over six months, they're up 12%. So it's been, you can see it's been on that, that earnings high 2.6% dividend average target price, 1973, you're trading at 1949. So your upside is probably limited. I would think, but, uh, like they said, uh, Xane, and this is why they wanted me to look at it. Xane BNP Paribas, they put a $24 price target on it. So from 19 to 24, Probably not a horrible move. You don't have insider selling it, um, but since they mentioned Seeking Alpha, let's go over here. Infosys. Uh, Infosys is I N F Y, and we can look at some of the Seeking Alpha. that Seeking Alpha analysts have it as a hold. Wall Street has it as a buy. Quant says hold. I see the last two analysts over here say hold. It's ranked 11 out of 26. Let's see in the sector, it's IT consulting and other services. DPSI um, you know, is the number one. And we can look at this one. Here's the other thing that you can do with the quant rating is you can go and take a look at, at the quant Uh, with this particular stock and when it moved. So this just, DPSI just got upgraded to a strong buy here on the 12th, 11th or 12th. So DPSI is a recent one. And you can set alerts for your favorite stocks when they change in Seeking Alpha um, to this one. But let's look at the DPSI. Um, uh, If we go over here, I like looking at some of the basics of this, um, of stocks. The PE is 16, so it's not crazy. Again, it's a software company. That's not crazy for a software company. Uh, they are making money. Um, they are up 4% this year, over one year. Uh, they're down 36%. So if we go and we look at the chart here, uh, algorithm got you in at 619, it's 654 right now. You just got upgraded uh, to strong buy uh, on the, uh, the Seeking Alpha. Where are you at long-term? You're kind of just hanging around that 200 day. your 200 day is still moving negative but Infosys what I would do is probably just take a look at some of the other ones in this industry. I'm not saying Infosys is a bad one. I just think perhaps um, you know that that valuation is is a d plus compared to others. Um, you know the the ratings here you can take a look at the ratings. It's been a hold for a while uh, while it hasn't been necessarily moving. Uh, but the profitability is an A plus so i think seeking alpha it, it, it's a good one I, I my my stocks are my my uh you know dividend grade of safety is a d d we can go and look at the dividend history here in seeking alpha um to see why it's a d a d but different in history um you can see they're paying you know as much they're they're higher than they have been that's probably why yeah, you can see 20, 21, 21 cents, semi-annual. But solid, solid. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Doesn't blow my socks away, though. Uh, from YouTube, uh, Roscoe Carnage, ACLS. I don't even know what this is. ACLS. I don't see it. So, ACLS. Uh, it's Accelis Technology. Um, $3.92 billion? I don't have a chart. in. Uh, it's a semiconductor. USA NASDAQ. Let me see. A- oh, I put ALCS. A-C-L-S. Let's look at this. Excel is technologies. Uh, you can see it's button hooking a little bit on the weekly. Uh, we're down. Algorithm got you in today at 12037. Uh, algorithm makes you 66%. Buying and holding two years ago, you're up 74%. Even with this downward slide, uh, if we take a look at a long term on this one, and again, the algorithm got you in, it's making you, you're, you're kind of coming down. So I would be careful of this because right now we don't have confirmation. Those Bollinger Bands are still wide open. You can see them cinch up here um, in October. And and since then, we've just been in a downward trend. So I would be very, very careful of this one because we're starting to get below this 119 uh, price level. Uh, between 119 and 81 there's no price so everybody who's bought at 81 since it looks like February 2022 everyone who's bought at 84 or 81 to about 119 they're out so you you this would probably put some selling pressure down here of these people who are saying oh my god uh, I have to get out before it gets down there so I, I'd be a little bit careful of that one. Uh, Roscoe, Carnage, uh, and, you know, the, the PE is not crazy. I mean, for a semiconductor company at 17, year-to-date, you're 7%. There's something going on because downgrade, Um, you know, Bank of America Securities, they downgraded, they initiated in September, and then they downgraded them. Now, it's a $225 price target. The average price target is 163 um, If we take a look at the insiders, they're kind of selling, and they're selling at 177 180 um you know and you're trading at 119 so they were selling up here there were signs C- uh, Celia from facebook could you look at lpsn when you have a chance it's an ai stock lpsn uh is this a yolo let's yolo this mofo stock um i can see from the weekly it was trending down the algorithm just got you out with a nice seven percent gain Algorithm loses you sixty seven percent versus losing ninety percent. Um, I think this is one that Live Person Inc. Oh, this is so Live Person. I think is a chat software program for um, uh, for call centers. Uh, in fact, I worked with these guys and I know people who work with them. Um, they are not making money. Uh, they have a price to sell of 0.6. So it's not crazy. They're down 15% year to date over one year. They're down 70, 71%. Average target price, $4 and 27 cents. They were at $18 at one point, uh, August Roth upgraded them $6 price target. Uh, I guarantee yeah, you're seeing buys. Um, I know people with inside uh, knowledge of this. I mean, this is a 10% owner. They're just continuing to buy. The CEO in October sold at $2.45. Nothing crazy. I mean, I know some of these guys. So I know this company. It, it's, they're losing money. I mean, it's $1.35 per share. So live person, I would probably stay away from this one because I don't know that it's a, a AI stock. Um, it's more call center related, from what I understand. It's a software company, and yeah, LPSN doesn't do a dividend. It's a strong sell from the quant. There's something uh, p- wrong with this one. If you want to take a look at some of the industry, there's 191 stocks. Um, one that you know, Salesforce, DocuSign. I mean, buy DocuSign. Somebody's gonna buy DocuSign. Buy DocuSign. Buy PagerDuty. I would stick with these larger cap ones in software rather than going for the YOLO with something that like live person. It's not it's not that there's anything wrong with it, but from this standpoint, look at that on a weekly. Do you really want to, you know, risk you, you even look at look at this. We're going to pull this back to where it started this slide, okay? It started this slide in September of 2021. And where are people holding? They're holding between 4 and 2. There's nobody that bought, the people that bought it up here or even during this rally right here, that's the next largest, but they're going to get out. They're down 50%. So Celia, I'd probably stick with Salesforce, DocuSign, other things like that. Um, Kevin or uh, Nevin from uh, YouTube. It keeps putting your name as Kevin for some reason. I don't know why. Nevin. Nevin. Uh, NRDS, upgraded from city from 11 to 14, NRDS is NerdWallet. I'm a fan of NerdWallet. If you don't use NerdWallet, if you don't know anything about finances, you should absolutely be using NerdWallet. Um, I'm a big fan of theirs. I think they provide great educational stuff. Ironically, NerdWallet, $14.34 in the buy-in in the algorithm. The algorithm makes you 31% versus just 9% which means it's it's holding you uh, away from a lot of these drops like look at this one it got you out before the earnings right there with a nice loss but it got you back in right at that price at about 914 and it got you out with a 50% gain right here and you are going on another another run here if we look at this and we look at everybody that's holding it after um yeah let's say yeah midway here uh you got a nice, nice volume shelf here between thirteen and fourteen. Uh, NRDS right here. Let's see what their uh, actual kind of uh, fundamentals are. Uh, average target price fifteen dollars and fifty cents. They are not making money. They are losing slight amount of money. But you may want to be in this one if they are going to make money. The problem is the forward PE uh, expected earnings. It's fifty six, which is incredibly expensive. Um, it's down one percent year or year to date. It's up forty four percent over one year. Target price is fifteen fifty. You're trading at fourteen fifty eight. Most recently, again, this downgrade May third. It doesn't have today's upgrade, I guess. Um, but Citigroup downgrade from last year May. They downgrade with a fifteen, but they only reduced the price to fourteen dollars. Um, NerdWallet announces winners. I don't see the upgrade in here. If we look at the insiders, there's some buying in September at about $8.40. Solid. I mean, you know, this dude, bought, the CEO bought some on May 9th last year at $8. He bought some here at September at $8. I mean, obviously, he's doubled his money almost. So he, he's done really, really well in buying. That's why you want to look at insiders that are buying. Insiders that are buying are sometimes telling you, hey, this company's worth more. So, Nevin, let's take a look at Nerd Wallet over here in uh, Seeking Alpha, NRDS. NRDS, Nerd Wallet, bah, 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 stop. Um, the Seeking Alpha analyst, it's all strong. Devaluation is where they say, hey, it's a D. Plus. Uh, now, ironically, this one, Nevin, top consumer finance stock in the quant. There is nothing even close to it. So uh, if we go back and look, let's see some of the Seeking Alpha analysts of it. Um, right here, nerve Wallet, strong buy, 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 buy. That's from June, August, September, uh, November. Uh, November 8th, strong buy. If you had bought on November 8th, let's see where you were at. November 8th, you were at $11. You know, somewhere in that neighborhood, eleven seventy, Solid buy. I mean, you know, Dude knows, knows what he's talking about. Could be going for another run. Uh, I like it. You know, it could be one that you may want to put some money into. Now, talking about the strength of the market, there were some cross-ups in uh, triple-levered ETFs, and it does look like we are down uh, in the market right now uh, SPXU, which is a triple levered ultra pro short of the S and P 500. This one gets you in at $8 and 68 cents. Right now you're up 2% at $8 and 87 cents. So XPXU, uh, we talk about the VIX all the time. If the VIX is going higher, then you're going to look at downward pressure. And and by the way, Schwab is now down 6% uh, at $60. So buy it under 60. I think under 60 is a solid price for that bank. But uh, Uvixi uh, it is identifying the VIX. And if we go over here and we just look at the VIX, V-I-X is the VIX, by the way. That's what you want to take a look at in, in Seeking Alpha. Um, the VIX is at 15. And, and it, one year it's down 21%, but it's up 10% today as of 932 it's up 10%. Uvixi is up 5%. It's a way to play uh, the upward uh, VIX. So it's a short-term futures. It's not the actual VIX, but it's for short-term uh, futures. Now, another triple-levered ETF uh, that is on the S&P, Ultra Pro Short, SDS. You could do SPXU. You could use SDS, whichever one you want. Um, but they're both up uh, a little bit. I would expect... That the, uh, the market recovers a little bit. Uh, what we've seen is this selling in the morning and then throughout the day you see uh, some type of recovery. To me, that just says, hey, the market is really trying to, uh, to, to rebound. It's really trying. But there are just too many selling pressures in the, the morning to actually do it. People are trading, people are selling you know you're looking Bank of America down two percent. You're looking at Apple down at 180 again, down two percent. Amazon at 151. Buy Amazon all day long under 150. Um, Bank of Amer- uh, Boeing is up 1.2 percent. It it's hanging out there at, at 200. Uh, Google. Hanging out there at 142. So the the market is telling you, hey, there's a problem here, um, but we're not sure exactly what's going on. And you're seeing it. You're seeing it just uh, OSUR. Um, You're seeing it. Now, one in my personal watch list that I found interesting is this one sure, OSUR. Um, It's an interesting chart because it just got you in at $8.13 here. If we go and we look at a long-term... Uh, on the weekly, you haven't crossed the t- the 200 day, the 200 day moving average right here at 852, and you're trading at eight dollars. You could be using that as a um, as resistance. You're you're kind of seeing on the weekly, it's over overbought. The RSI is at 65. The MACD is above the oscillator. It's about to come down. So I don't know that I'd necessarily use this, but put it on a watch list for yourself because I do think uh, when we go over here to um, Seeking Alpha OSUR. Uh, you're seeing one shore as a a potential one. Quant says strong buy. And that's what I I was looking at is the quant says strong buy. The valuation B plus, growth A. Everything seems to be A on this one. It is ranked number one out of 34 in its industry. And what's the industry? Healthcare supply stocks. That's not a COVID stock with a healthcare supply stock. So I put it on there on my list when it was COVID. Uh, It did go well during COVID. And then just like every other stock during COVID, it just sank. It just sank. We'll, We'll go back and we'll look at the COVID. Look, I mean, COVID, you saw this one just pop up. So I had it on my list. It was a COVID stock. I don't think it's a COVID stock anymore. Uh, Another one that came uh, out of the blue that I think you could invest in and not see significant downside, but I do want you to buy it under $50, is Cisco. This is your way to get into a technology stock that is not technology. It's old-time technology, kind of like IBM. The algorithm loses you 29%. Buying and holding loses you 17%. In my opinion, if you buy this under 50, you just hold it. It's got a solid, solid dividend. Cisco, if we go over here and we look at the dividend, it is a 3.12% dividend. Year to date, you're up 0.14. Over one year, you're up 3%. So it's not one of these that's going to get you a ton. Doesn't get me super excited, but Cisco, I like it. Another one, and there's a few others that I will put in the newsletter, but uh, I won't do here, but Starbucks. Starbucks is under $100. It is down 1% today at 91. The algorithm gets you in at 92. Okay, the algorithm on this one does not really work well because this has just been a solid stock. It is a broken stock right now. And if we go and look at uh, Starbucks and Seeking Alpha, this is going to be kind of food, I think, is what they're going to put it under. Um, uh, we'll look at this one. It's got a hold in the quant, but Wall Street and Seeking Alpha analysts say you know buy it. Uh, if we look at the valuation of this and some of the target prices, uh, target price is 112. Evaluate, the valuate the PE is 25. The forward PE is 19. 2.5 percent dividend over one year. You're down 12 percent. Performance year to date 3 uh, percent. It's coffee. I mean, it's simple as that. If you buy coffee and you like coffee, buy it. I wouldn't expect this gap up here to get filled anytime soon. But you can see from Seeking Alpha. Um, the valuation is D minus. They're saying it's a little bit expensive. It's ranked 17 of 44 in this uh, in the restaurant stocks. Darden Restaurants is the number one. So if you want a, a little bit better of a thing, I just think Starbucks is too good of a company um, to actually be under $100. Now, I could be wrong. Could be wrong. But when I look at the long term of this one, it has had a meteoric rise. You're under the 200-day. What has happened every time you've been under the 200-day in Starbucks? You kind of crossed above it. So I, I, you know, even if we look at a monthly on this one, I think you might just be above the 200-day on, um, well on the monthly. You're well above the 200-day on the monthly. You're kind of hanging on that 50-day. But, I mean, it's just been a meteoric rise. And, and you're seeing the MACD is kind of down here. If you don't want to buy it here at 91, I'd probably wait. You know, maybe it gets under 90. That might be a good one. So uh, there's other ones, LAN, LMT, not a huge day. So I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, Remember, get uh, any of the specials. I showed you a ton of Seeking Alpha. That's where I think the value is. $50 off, it's $189. Webull, I said in the beginning, I love their charts. Uh, If you have TrendSpider, look out for that mobile app because I do really, really like the mobile app. But Webull has a great, great charting program on it. Um, Newsletter, it's free. Sign up for the newsletter. Uh, I'll put stuff in there today that's a little bit more than what I went into here. Uh, If you make money, I just ask that you gift me. So if you invest in stuff and you make money, if you don't make money, do not gift me. You know, Maybe invest in the tools to try and make a little bit more money like TrendSpider and Seeking Alpha. But if you gift me, uh, Venmo is my preferred PayPal or Cash app. They're all down here. Uh, If you don't have Venmo, you can sign up for Venmo. That's my personal favorite one. Uh, I did start a Reddit community. I did start a Reddit community uh, for the daily stock pick uh, there is nobody in here I'm the only member right now uh, but if you'd like to join the Reddit community it's r slash daily stock pick um, and that I, I started a reddit community so that some people we can start uh, I can start putting some stuff in there. it does seem to be a way, um, to uh, get the podcast a little bit more out there. And there's some good, um, you can. it's not private like the Facebook group. So I, I may ban members. This one just seems like it's an easier way for me to have it uh, out in the open. Uh, if you want to join the Facebook group, all of the socials, by the way, are up here. Um, you can join the Facebook groupers right here. This is um, uh, Substack. That's to, to gift me. I don't know why it put it in that form. Maybe I have to resort this. Um, Yeah, I have to resort it. But yeah, you got the threads. I'm on threads. I'm on all the social media. So, okay, I'll be back
0: tomorrow. i yeah.